Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. The powerful 3-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. It is crunch time. Thanks to you, beauty. Red Rooster, new spicy wings, a peppery tingle. You can feel it. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. And Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel, Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. And I, you can hear the tone, that song in the background. And our guest today, who's chimed into the back line, I just felt his hairs go up because I think about him at semi-finals and origins and big games, etc. Eric Groth Jr., this song I can see on the field, mate. Yes, mate. I, uh, it's good to be here, guys. I, um, I remember hearing that song as we were, yeah, waiting for kickoff, and you just hear it. I think Puff Daddy did a version yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, and just that that cashmere Led Zeppelin riff playing over with that big, fat John Bonham beat over the top. Absolutely. Like you said, hair's standing up on the back of your uh, uh, what, neck, <laughs> shoulders. shoulders. Wherever you like. It's growing everywhere these days. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you like. Uh, uh, how are you, Finchman? <laughs> I'm better after hearing that uh, little analogy from the guru. <laughs> Uh, I'm good, mate. Yeah, I've watched the Panthers last night. Good win from the Sharks. Uh, and one thing for Panthers, obviously, that's you know they've obviously had a bit of a hiccup, but just like a lot of teams, you take a few of their best players out, and um, you know they've you know hit a little hurdle. So uh, at that time of year, with origins, injuries, a few suspensions affecting a few teams, but uh, good work from the Sharks last night to beat us, uh, beat the Panthers. Now, boys, pressure. Some eat it, some get eaten by it. Now, Simon Hill and Jaleesa Apps, they have put us into a commanding position. They have taken us right to the front, and it is our journey. We have to march on with this today on this Saturday. Mm. Well, I can certainly make us fall over from here. Don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, they did a great on job, fire, guys. Gang. On fire. They are. They're both professionals, too, and they're both off to work. So Jaleesa's off to Channel 10. Uh, Simon's off to call the A-League. So uh, there you go there. And uh, we are in for a couple of good hours. The rules today for this show on Crunch Time, there are no rules. You set the pace. 0457 736 736 is the text line. You can call us. Have your say. What are your observations? What do you want to talk about on this Saturday? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's start with this, gentlemen, as we welcome uh, all of our listeners across the SEN network, including uh, 10.53 a.m. SEN Track Brisbane, 16.20 a.m. SEN Gold Coast, as well as our listeners on the SEN app and the SEN podcast. Download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Last night, boys, the Sharkies are one of those teams who, they've, I think they've played the finals the last four years or so. They just don't go away, do they? No, we are talking about it earlier. Even, especially having my career, in, no matter where they were on the table, it was always a tough game. Yeah. Uh, now they're at, they're at Cogra at the moment, but you go down to Shark Park, it'd be windy, it'd be hard. and It's got know, that real uh, silver tail versus... Uh, 
Fibro yeah. vibe about them. They yeah. got the fibro vibe about them, haven't they? Yeah. They got and that it, real mongrel like that. Yeah, the magpies used to have when Tommy was playing. It feels like when you used to go there and play them, it yeah. was always going to be a mongrel. And, and there's always yeah. going to be a, a like drag out, you know, drag them to the gutter, you know, yeah. tough game where you play the Tigers back when we played and it was end to end because they obviously had yeah. Benji and Robbie and they, you know, they like to play that attacking style where. Where the sharks, they just like to drag you down to their level and make it hard, as hard as possible. And they've done that again last night. And um, they've turned it too. around. Thirteen plus. Oh, on the thirteen plus. On the thirteen plus. But oh. I, I needed Will Chambers to score a meat pie, and then I would have had my multi. Would have been very handsome. I said at the start of the week. I, I said, gentlemen, there is no way in the world uh, into our punters club that Ivan will back these players up. There's no way in the world. Three dollars fifty. Three dollars fifty was ridiculous, Guru, wasn't mm, it? Yeah, mate. I uh, it's it's. They yeah. still started favourite when they knew the players were out. Yeah, I know. I was looking on the sports bet app there, and I was thinking that's a bit weird if they're they're still a decent price. So yeah. That's why I started yeah having a look at the thirteen plus, and that I thought, oh maybe maybe they'll blow them away, and they, they did. It's just I just needed the big uh, Will Chambers to cross, but he uh, he let me down, so I'll have to ask him a. Uh, text later, they have his number. I'll just send a random text or some number, and hopefully it's him. What's the name? What do they say in this song here? Uh, see if you can guess the name. Don't let me down, Bruce. 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 That's it. Don't let me <laughs> down. Bruce. Hey, when it comes to music, this man's got it all. Covered. I knew that's why I looked at him, not you. Pitch me. That's exactly right. One three hundred. Don't let me down, Brett. <laughs> let me tell you, my house is Brett. That's usually letting people down. Who's singing that song? If if it don't let me down, Brett. Ellie, my mum, Stuart, Bellamy. Uh, have your say on the on the text line here, 0457 736 736. Happy Coruscant, he's fine for tripping. Uh, look, you know what, to be honest with you, it's not a great look tripping, but I've actually Back, never... back in the day, it was huge. I know. It, it was but, a send-off offence. But now, you've it's... never, like, has anyone ever been injured from being tripped? Nah, no. you might no. bruise a toe. It yeah. always looks like, to me, the ones that they really slow down and, and look mm. at closely, it looks like it's more of a reaction than anything, mm. and, a, and a poor reaction, and obviously it's got to be yeah, outlawed, but... Yeah, it's not a it's not a big issue these days. Did you catch the Seagulls' big win, Guru? I caught the back end of that yeah. um, before watching this uh, game here, the Sharkies and the Panthers. But um, yeah, mate, that's yeah, Tommy Turbo, man. He's oh, he didn't play, but just what, what about the difference from when he wasn't playing to when he came back and yeah. the the presence that he has? I was saying to Finchie out there before, he's just uh, he's just got he's one of them players that when he's in the team, everyone else lifts a little bit. Oh and yeah, it's just a confidence thing across the board, mate. He's just like a big. He, he reminds me of a big – I went to Thailand to this dodgy zoo, right? <laughs> this dodgy zoo in Thailand. Yeah. Um, and they, they had these – out the back, they had these – it was all tigers and stuff. They are all yeah. sedated. It was really sad, actually. Yeah. Went out the back and there was this big field and there was a, these ostriches. Yeah. And it just remi- – he reminds me of these ostriches. Big, he had these big – he's got these big bum and powerful legs and quite tall. I don't know. I've never stood next to him, but I'm, I'm oh, like 6'4 yeah. or whatever. He'd be, He'd be tearing over me, four. yeah. And um, I, I just absolutely in awe of him. The other night watching him play um, Origin, it was like watching at times, you know, yeah. a, a teenager playing yeah. against toddlers. And yep. the best thing is he, mate, the amount of work he does out of there, and he took two carries the first set. Yeah. So he does all the hard stuff as well. Talking about Thailand, Guru mentioned that me and Guru went on a lot of trips together <laughs> and had a lot of good times on the drink yeah. back in our uh, beer drinking days. Uh, and I was just one of them driving out here. We're talking about it. We had the fundraiser at Parramatta when we were at the Eels. <laughs> and I was still living in um, these suburbs and me and Guru out. I said, come on, Guru, we'll, we'll go back into the, uh, the gold, down the Golden Chief for yeah. a beer after we had our bit of a fundraiser. And How good was the chef? We'd been drinking and Guru goes, oh, I've got my car here. We're going to have to leave it. What am I going to do with my car? And there was this old country jockey, I won't say his name, he was yeah. out drinking with us. He used to come and have a beer with yeah. us. He was, it's a bit of a laugh. I don't know so much if we're laughing at him or with him, but yeah. one of the two was quite funny. He goes, boys, don't worry. 
old drivers back in the city. He was he was, he was drunk himself. He did. Yeah. So he, he said, said, I've only had two. Yeah, I reckon he had 22. He goes, I've only had two. He goes, get in. And he started driving. He keeps looking at us. We go, mate, it's like he's obviously a little jockey's feet could hardly touch the pedals. He keeps turning around talking to us. We go, mate, face, face the front. He goes, don't worry, boys. I drive better after a few beers. And that, as he does that, he goes, bang, bang. straight up the arts or something. <laughs> Which is a good reminder, Finchie. It is double demerits exactly right now. Right. Double demerits. And that's so why keep... you brought that up too. Exactly yeah. right. Thanks. Drive responsibly. Have Thanks you noticed much. all the phone, oh, they're everywhere. phone things? I hadn't noticed them. Yeah. And when you do notice them, you see them bloody everywhere. Oh, 100%. I got done by one. It was like five points or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the little yellow kind of mechanism on yeah. the side of the road and it hangs up and over. Yeah. It's like Big Brother's everywhere now, isn't he? Yeah. You can't get away from it. So I guess it's a safe... It's I used to drive in no pants on. I can't do that anymore. No, no. Well, you can. I don't think there's a fine for that yet. <laughs> I, I got done with the same thing and, and my Pants fat, off? My, <laughs> my, my fat little guts are sitting there and I'm thinking, I couldn't refute that. I couldn't refute that. That's me. Uh, no further questions, Your Honour. one 1170 You can text us 0457736736. It was the opening of Four Pines Park yesterday. It was great little scenes out there. And uh, not only that, it was the tribute night to the late, great Bobby Fulton. And we, we just felt during the call, Guru, that there was that flag at the southern end at the Fulton Menzies stand, half-mast. And we just felt it, didn't we, Finch? We thought, Bozo's going to drag him to 50. He's going to drag him to 50, and sure enough. But what about, it was 12 points to nil after 10 minutes. And at that time, we're, me and Finchie going, Toddy, he was next door to us. And by the way, I've never seen a coach and an assistant coach look so similar being Dino and uh, Toddy Payton. Um, so we're getting our faces up and I'm saying, good on you, Toddy, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, we got our heads back. <laughs> it went pear-shaped. But what was it, Finchie? It was 35 minutes had gone. It was 12.10. And they had the – they stood and applauded for Bozo because he was the 175th manly player. That was yeah. his number. Yeah. So after 175 seconds, I think. Yeah, 2 minutes 55 it was. Yeah, right. And, and – at that time, Cowboys had scored. So Cowboys had scored. Did you see that, Gary? Then everyone no, stood in the caught, no. So everyone stood in the portal. So it looked like everyone was clapping the Cowboys try. Oh, it was right the right. weirdest thing you've yeah, ever seen. Cowboys yeah. have scored, and the whole manly crowd's up clapping, and they go. And then they get beat by. They get beat don't by. They f- say depending on what's going on on the field. Yeah, yeah. They, they, but then they get beat time. by fifty. So out of the whole game, they've they've dominated except that one yeah. hundred yeah. seven when <laughs> Cowboys scored. That's when they clapped out of the whole time. So. Um, but it was a great way to pay tribute to Bozo, obviously, not only from playing but yeah. coaching a yeah, manly legend. Yeah, uh, what an impact he's he yeah. had on the on the game of rugby league yeah. and just just the people involved in it. And I haven't heard a bad word said about him. No one, everyone. Just, I've heard plenty. Yeah, <laughs> he had some run in these days. Off but, air, off yeah. air. But yeah. Um, yeah, you know, everyone respects him to the utmost. And yeah, big loss for the the game of rugby league, gentlemen. Uh, You blokes have uh, played in the big games. Tell me what you think is required in a team to make a grand final or to win a grand final. What do you think are some of the ingredients you need? I can tell you about making one, not quite about winning one. Um, Making one, I think everyone has to be on board, obviously. Um, Hayden Knowles was really good, and he's doing it now with the the Panthers. You can see it. It just looks like a Hayden Knowles-trained team. he, He gets everyone... So pumped to be there. The sessions are short and sharp. You're all buying into it. You're all high-fiving each other. There's just an energy happening, and it's hard to not be in it. If yeah. you're not in it, you know, you're, you're not in it. And, yeah. and for me, I can see that across the board um, in, the, in the Panthers squad. They're all playing for each other. They all believe in it. They're all bought into it. So I think, yeah, if you get a couple of bad eggs in there, and I've been a bad egg yeah. in my time, I can say, but if you get a couple of bad eggs in that mix, it's really poisonous, and that can spread like wildfire too. So I think when everyone's on board and everyone's buying into to the motive and where you're going with it, then it's very hard to stop. It is. What do you think, Finchman? 
Yeah, very similar to what. To what it's a loaded said. question. There's yeah, a reason I'm asking you this. It's, it's a, I think it's a mentality that that you've got to have. You know, a selfless mentality to to work ethic, to accountability, to honesty where you're at with your game. And, yep. You know, it's hard to just narrow it down with one one sort of phrase, but. Um, you know, what, what did oh, you I, notice, Frenchy? Then, when you went to Melbourne, say from the previous clubs, yeah. and you don't have to name any other previous clubs, but I mean, what was the difference? Just there? had all of them to play for. Yeah, I, I remember it was two two thousand nine. I went down there, so Melbourne had already made they'd won a comp and made three yeah. grand finals in a row. And I did some media after one of the, the sessions, and I remember I was out there for about half hour, forty minutes after doing media. And I looked out, and Slater and Smith were still doing extras on the field. And at that time, that was after night. the game. No, after a training session. Right, after a session. I'm thinking, after all these blokes achieved, yeah. they're still the last blokes out there. They went to play for another ten years and still do that. So, uh, mate, the, 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 how hard they train. Slater was a like a big competitor at any. Like he was shocking around training just because he had to win everything. Yeah, you know, right, like really. Like yeah. it was quite funny. Look at it, but you're playing table tennis and he'd be arguing over, mate. This someone got in the way. Well, no, I made it. It's two one in ten. Table you know, but just had to win everything. So. He was my favourite player uh, while whilst playing. My favourite player was Billy Slater, just because of it, like you said, and that's how he was on the field. For the, from the time that the kickoff went to the time that it was over, the siren sounded. He was just all over every single yeah. contest. Oh yeah, and his face and it's just he was just that desperate to win every single little battle. And I was just just be in awe of it. I, I used to get told, Mate, smash him, take his head off, do yeah. whatever you can. And I was just like in awe of him. I, I absolutely love playing against him. So, boys, for me to win a comp, my observations, and I've never went close, but it is to have these things. The superstar, it's to have great finishes, it's to have an uncompromising pack with a good dummy half, experienced halves, and it's to have that X-factor player, which no one was speaking about at the start of the season. Now, last night, uh, Hamoli, uh, Olakawatu, he just showed that X-factor. And you know what? I left there last night, and I thought, Actually, I've actually backed them at 17 bucks yeah. to win the comp. Reason being is that they've got a very soft draw coming home. I think they can run top four. I think they'll be in a prelim final. And if you're on a $17 pop with two games to play and maybe the best player in the world at that time maybe is now Tommy Turbo, Lachlan Croker, the service he was giving from dummy half, he was sending the ball 20 metres, cutting heads out. They weren't doing that at the start of the year. Mm. You've got Paseca, these young forwards, and Marty Tepao, and uh, this, as I said, Olakowatu. So I'm going down the stairs last night when we left, and I'm going down alongside Desi Hasler. And I said, Des, the last time you guys beat the Cowboys here at Brookvale was 2011. You won the comp. I said, I reckon you can win the comp, you know. And he just gave me this cheeky look with a wink, and that was enough for me. I, they, wow. they, they are, They are, let me tell you, they're in the mix. The biggest Smokies of all time. 100%. Brooksy, Brooksy just called that out there too. Yeah, yeah. he's saying they're, they're his big Smokies. Yeah, well, Des has got him exactly where he wants them, under the radar. Yeah, no yeah. one's 100%. talking about them. No 100%. one's talking about them. Mate, we put right. marquees up at the Academy of Sport where they train, and we're driving in and go to put the marquees up, and we're driving past them training, mate, and it, they are training full on. Like, it, it, was on a, it was on a Monday we went to pick it up, so they obviously – it was their big session for the week, their big con session, and mate, the stuff they were doing it was horrible. Did you miss those contact sessions? Absolutely not. <laughs> I missed. I actually literally <laughs> missed them. Yeah. I, I've, never, I've never been so popular in them. You know, when they go pick a partner, Guru couldn't get his arms around me. Quick enough. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come here, Fitzy. I'm just going to lay on top of you for. A, mate, you know who surprisingly who was the the least the, the the person I'd go for first when I was at the Roosters, Adrian Morley. He was the toughest bloke on and the softest off. Really? So that train and him and I would get together and if we, like, quite often Sticky would want us to stand across from each other and run into each other like rhinos and bash each other. 
Me and him, we go, yeah, Moz, Moz, that's sweet. And then walking in one day, Sticky goes, that was the softest thing I've ever seen. Moz, smash him, do it again. <laughs> I had to do it, and he had to kind of put on a fake grunt. And oh, mate, it was oh. another thing with the good team thing. I, I think it's overlooked and it's so basic and simple, and I say it every time. The first three plays, your first three plays, oh, yeah. you're on the front foot, you're up playing the ball yeah. quick. Then you get your superstars, are you saying, can play towards broken play opposed to a, a wall yeah. of defense. And it's so overlooked. Those first three plays, if those wingers aren't kamikaze running, diving in, finding their guts, getting up, play the ball, there's a couple of dead soldiers on the ground, and and finding that broken play for yeah. the back in the day, the Haynes and, and, and the Tommy Turbos to do their magic, mate, you, you can't do it without it. Yeah, and it just, it just dictates, especially for a halfback. And they were tremendous the other night, the Blues were tr- absolutely tremendous. But for a half to come in and have your team set up to get your rhythm as a half, oh, it's so much easier. You know, there's no pressure on you when you're passing. Instead of kicking around your own 30 and 40, you're kicking on the halfway and their 40, you know, putting That's up. Right. Like, so your kicking game's different. It makes a world of difference. We've seen what the back five did with New South Wales sets. Obviously, Toto mm. is one oh. of the best in the competition. His work out of the backfield's tremendous. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Have you say on the text line? But th- that's it, Toll. And that's why uh, the news coming out today. Jaleesa spoke about it earlier before that Ken Mamalo, he's coming to the Tigers this year. Now, if you're Luke Brooks and you go, okay, they're kicking the ball down and Kenny Mamalo's bringing it back and David Nofaluma's bringing it back, well, hang on, we're back in the game here, boys. Let me take you through Manly's draw, right? And I want you to just get in a bit of an appraisal here. Gold Coast Titans outside the eight, Bulldogs outside the eight. Raiders outside the eight, Dragons outside the eight, Tigers outside the eight, Sharks outside the eight, Melbourne Storm, Parramatta, Raiders, Bulldogs, Cowboys. It's not a bad draw. Well, let's just say I just went through all that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven games left. So if they just beat everyone they're above, they win nine. That's right. So if they they just beat the team's – on their draw on the way home, that they're above right now. Yep. They'll just say that they win uh, those games. That's not from 11, so they only lose Para to Paramount Melbourne. Yep. So that's you to put another 18 points in your. Well, and that, I actually think. And that puts them in the top four. If they go nine from 11. Well, I, I think it's more about. Four. I think it's more about if they win the game at Four Pines Park in round 22 versus Parramatta, I reckon that'll be the game that puts them in the four. And I just think 17 bucks is a crazy, crazy price. But foreseeably, they could easily win nine from 11. And if you're charging into the finals having won 90 last 11. And you say nine from 11, geez, you might have to think, no, that's just beating teams that are they're already above. That's right. You know, yeah. we're not even giving, you know, you don't, we're not giving them the teams. And you're playing the dogs twice. You've got a few others in there. So a tremendous draw for the yeah, Titans. One, that's one for good sure. win. And then like when to- with Tommy coming back and that, that whole presence and en- energy mm. on the field changing. Why not? Why can't they? We did it in 09. We got to the grand final. Yeah. Didn't go all the way, but, you know, changed our season around from one game. I think we actually beat one of the front runners. I think it was Melbourne and then uh, the Dogs the week after. So they were the top two. And that, we just went, hang on yeah, a second. Chance. If we can beat them, like, maybe they took us a little bit softly. I remember Greg Inglis was playing with that one game against Melbourne and he was a little bit like not there thinking he might they might smash us. And we got over the, and that next minute we'd won however mm. many in a row till the GF. Yeah. And, and it, it's just, it can happen. Like and, and the best thing for Manly, too, especially last night's performance, you know, during this origin period, if Des does want to rest, Tom, yeah, they've shown how good they are with it. They oh, play, yeah. like because the first four games without him, they were putrid. You know, but last night they were the fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a totally different team. Yeah. Uh, and if Tom does need a rest or 
you know, you can you can put him on ice there and they can still do the job. So, you know, I think you're I think you're bang on there. I still obviously have Penrith and of course they are. Storm on they're, top. They're but, the two, but, but, but manly at, at the price. They'll be right amongst it, that's for sure. What at, are they paying? 17? 17 bucks. I'm on. I'm on. Just just to have them if they're in the prelims yep. and you've got seventeen bucks, you've got to play two games. You're not getting four dollars in both games right. or four dollars fifty yeah. in both games. So for me, just having the best player in the world in your pocket. You just never know. Des is a wily character, so I'm happy to see him go around. Uh, Toddy Payton was a little bit disappointed with his troops last night. Let's have a listen to what he had to say. It was a complete... Oh, it wasn't. It was a new combination. You know, um, Tommy Gilbert hasn't been in the edge back row for a number of weeks. And um, Tommy's new to the team through a decision to put... Um, Justin in the centres instead of the wing because Javid had more experience as a winger and Justin's had more experience as a centre and yeah, that's what happens when you've got new combinations and um, again, we'll improve You know what? Listen you know, to- yeah, there's nothing better after you get flogged when you're trying to do the press conference yeah. and the team song of the opposition is blaring in your ear yeah. You know what? I would actually have the media manager for our team in, so they would open in, the door in, in the press conference <laughs> Because the media manager, yeah. uh, sorry, the the media box there, press conference room, that's just at the back of Manly's changes. That's right. So they would open the doors. Okay, you get this, yeah, get this in there, Toddy. If I, I would make it my thing if I was Manly. I would get the media manager to go into the press conference and say, hold, hold, righto. When they interview the opposing game, let's go, boys. And yeah. I reckon that would be a great thing to do yeah. every game. Uh, 100%. There you go. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. You can text us 0457 736 736. 50 points to 18. No Tommy Turbo. And it was just a rout uh, there at the Tribute Day at Four Pines Park. They did that well too. Worst kept secret, by the way. Uh, throughout the week, they're putting up massive signs, Four Pines Park on Pitwater Road, and they're telling everyone we can't talk about it till Friday like it was the, it was the world's worst-kept secret. Boys, State of Origin, and you tease this, uh, Guru, the back five. So the very first set of the game, Teddy takes a run, Turbo takes a run, Teddy takes a run, Turbo takes a run, and they're in the half of Queensland. There you go. The very first set of the game. Looking up and seeing that, like people just struggling. You only need a couple of inches of them, yeah. you know, just not being on their ready set to run up and smash you like a rhino. Instead, they're on the back foot a little bit and you're, and you're running at that. I'd much rather run at that. Yeah, Tom's ability, not only carrying the footy, but he must have a huge engine because his work rate was through the roof. He was everywhere, wasn't he? He was. Really? He popped up on the left-hand side, obviously. Uh, put a lovely kick in for Latrell to score, but he, he was on the left-hand side a lot of the times – when uh, who, who went down? To, I think Nathan Cleary made the break down the right hand side. Yeah. Tom wasn't even on the right hand edge. He come back through the middle of the ruck when Sniffing Teddy picked away. him up. So, um, like he was the amount of work he got through. Because I look at the forwards and I thought they were all solid, but no one had to do an extreme work rates because of how much work, how many carries these outside backs had. Like Saifidi and, and Jake Javovich, they didn't get their first hit up to like the third set. Yeah, because look- they couldn't get a carry because no. it was all outside backs, yeah. you know. So. Uh, and like what Guru said, when you combine footwork and speed with size and power, like that, they just blew them away through the middle. Uh, I said in the call, I, I gave them a standing eight count at 14 nil, and Jimmy Smith was into me saying, geez, you're going off early here. But also, if we hold the ball and a discipline, don't give um, the Maroons any opportunities, we'll flog them because they just could not go with the, 
the Blues' size and pace. Jeez, they did well initially, didn't they? It looked like, oh, they're kind of holding out a little bit. Yeah. It's just like, oh, and then as soon as it broke, it was just all over. The floodgates were open. It was all over. I'll tell you, um, well, we've just seen the replay here. Matty Burton, jeez, he can play this kid. Uh, wonderful, wonderful player. But um, uh, Finchie did the all-bias call on Blues Radio. And, uh, oh, you've got a bit of that, have you? Amy, let's have a listen to this. I'll call it this early. Take your standing eight count, Queensland. They're gone. <laughs> Nathan Cleary, he's cut. See, he's cut. He's not a machine. Well, you know what, Jim, I'll tell you what. Play the third game up there because there's a no chance, Queensland. You know what? Give him next year. Give him three next year. We're going to give him six games up there. 14-0. It's over already. Shut down the state again. Palaszczuk, you may as well lock down the state. You know what? You thought no one went to work when they locked down the state. No one's going to work for the next six weeks because they're going to be that sad. They can't. We can only beat ourselves. This is not being biased. Moving forward, they can't go with us. I'll hand the shield over now. And, and the only thing you're disappointed about, Finchie, you said there was one more thing that could have made the night. What was that? Well, the prices went through the roof of the hotel, so there was like a tent city out there. A lot of people were camping in tents. Oh, right. I wish it poured down and flooded <laughs> tent city. That would have topped it off, Queensland. Oh, very Just good. go along and undo the pegs all more <laughs> before you leave. The t- tents to wash down the river there in towns. We'll see us later. Uh, well done, Finchie. That was outstanding. Uh, 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. There's plenty of games coming up. We'll get to those as well. Uh, we'll talk about Sean Johnson and the Sharks. That's going to be interesting to see what he does. We'll talk about the games coming up, and we might just break down Origin a little bit further as well. But you're part of the show, 0457 736 736. This is Crunch Time, brought to you by Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live, and Red Rooster. Try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling. Now long pass to Johnson. It then went to Braley. He wants to go long. To Moylan, full of running. Out the back to Kennedy. They've got the extra number. Chambers offloads to Molotalo. Absolutely superb, Cronulla. It's not a training run. You're up against the team running first. And you've scored your third try. Here's Johnson. Last tackle. He'll go high again from 30 metres out. Where's Jennings? Jennings has got to fly high. He didn't. Oh, Nikora. One-handed. Over the top, Johnson. The kicker got it back. That is brilliant work from the Kiwis. The Otis stands, throws it back now to Edwards. They keep coming back. They're back 20 metres now. Martin looks for the runner. It's Burton. Burton little kick. Burton little kick. Tago is a star. Tago is a star. Bounces perfectly for him. And they score the try. They're out on their feet, the Sharkies. They've done all this defence in the second half. And now they're out on their feet. Go to Burton. Burton! It's a shimmy and a shake and away. Gets his second try. And the Panthers... And the Sharkies will be all locked up very shortly. Where's your man? Where's Moylan? Where's Johnson? Who's there? Johnson's there. One-pointer. Hits it. Strikes it. Wobbly. Ugly. Over. Didn't matter. Worth one. And now the Sharkies lead 19-18. Ah, they snuck home. And maybe, just maybe, that is a game they look at. At the end of the year, that may have got him into the finals, the Sharkies, you just can't put them down. They had a shabby, shabby start. It took a long time for Josh Hanna to get his first victory there at Cronulla, but that's three in a row. So they're all of a sudden back in the business. But the big story, of course, it was a field goal by Sean Johnson, and everyone's asking, where is SJ going? Have a listen to the great man himself. 
Oh, bro, I honestly, I don't know how it went over. It was that jammy. I felt Edwards coming out at me. Um, and it was one of those ones I just felt like I had to get it out. Um, and I feel like the whole stadium, bro, went silent yeah. in that one moment. And you could have heard a penny drop. And when it went over, I was like, man, did that even go over? <laughs> and then, yeah, we just, yeah, obviously got around each other. And it was, uh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah, I got the news a couple of weeks back. And obviously, um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the news I wanted to hear. Um, you know, I had hopes of sort of seeing my career out at this club. Um, they gave me an opportunity three years ago. And, um, you know, I... I I certainly enjoy my time here, so um, you know it's not meant to be. They want to head in a d- different direction. I really do respect that, but uh, for me, all I can focus on is coming out here and um, getting some games under my belt and trusting that next year will take care of itself. Um, you know, tonight hopefully helps, and um, if there's any clubs out there that are after a half bet, I'm your man. Oh, I love the sale. I love the sell. Uh, crunch time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful three-liter turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. The Crunch, big news in rugby league. Red Rooster try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling and Sean Johnson's calling. He's calling for a club. Uh, what does Josh Hannay think about uh, the situation regarding Sean Johnson? Yeah, I've, you know, I've had to answer that question a few times about how Sean and Josh and Aaron have handled the news and, and every time I've answered it the same. They've been first class. They've come to work. They've they bounced into training. They've been professionals, and, and I've got no doubt they'll continue to do that. Um, it's it's what we need, and it's also good for for them. You know, they're, they're looking for a, a job for next year, so to speak. So the better they can finish the year off for us, the better it's going to be for them next year. Absolutely, yeah, boys. Where where do you think it would be a good club for Sean Johnson to land? Oh, I think he's he's still got plenty to offer. Mm. You know, how old is he? Uh, I think, I think, I think the Raiders would be a good club for him. Yeah, Raiders be a good club. What about um, how? So he's they, no one's talking about him. Then he kicks a field goal and uh, it's he's back on the like up yeah. the top of the market again. But it's, it's strange. Funny, yeah, yeah. Coaches look beyond 30. that stuff. Thirty. Yeah, yeah right. Eh? So he's still got yeah. You think he's got at least two, three years left? If he stays injury free. Almost thirty-one. Well, look at Benji. Yeah. yeah, exactly. How old's Benji? Oh, 35 or six. Oh, isn't okay. He? Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. Eh? I thought he might even be a little bit older. He, he was young when he started. Benji Marshall. 13 or something, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he certainly was. Uh, uh, just just on um, 36, is he? Thank you very much, amen. I was just thinking, boys, in the ad break, and uh, both you men, by the way, how hard it must be coming under and through, you know, a father who's made it in their own right. Was it a, was it a tough path? Um, not so much at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, how was I ever going to bloody replicate that yeah and thanks dad for giving me the same name yes <laughs> living in the same area so i play with the same club the yeah. same number yeah. the same colors yeah. yeah no it was tough mate but at, like i said dad and i we rarely spoke about footy it was always anything but yeah and it's just kind of something that we'd done our whole lives and um we never saw it as a competition and when i started playing grade it seemed to be like a big thing for everyone else and it was really weird seeing the outside world come close and and be oh you're gonna be as good as your father, or what? You know, and that was the question. I remember once I was walking out, uh, we're playing a trial up in Newcastle, and this is the first I'd ever copped of it, and I, I'd and realised what's about to happen here. I'm walking out to warm up, and then this bloke just in the middle of all these mates, they're full of it, and he's just going, "You will never, <laughs> ever be as good as your old man." I'm like, "Wow!" Like I was 19 or something. Yeah. I said, "Either were you, you imbecile." <laughs> so at least I'm related to him. <laughs> but um, yeah, mate, I, it seemed to be a big thing for everyone else, bar myself. Until when you look back, it's like, yeah, it was quite a fair size shoes to fill, wasn't it? But you and your dad did. Is that a lot in common? You just played it. You had a band together. You loved music. You had yeah. similar likes. Yeah, very. Uh, dad, dad was. 
I, I and wish he was I played too. in the he, 80s. He was never – like some of those players of the 80s, yeah. they said some pretty ridiculous stuff in the media. They, you know, like, yeah. you know, obviously champion team. Like, Guru Senior was great. You know, yeah. he had none of that rubbish in him. It's great around the boys, obviously a legend of the game, but – these, boy, these boys would play him and his his dad and his brothers three day growth three day growth yeah and we would, would tag in. along to the I'd come yeah. <laughs> come along to the gigs get full of drink and just sing in the background <laughs> yeah. you know? but you know you could see the relationship him and his dad they have. it was like just best mate truly you know and yeah um you you if Guru to get senior to talk about footy I'd like I said I love talking about it but he'd never talking about no. it you could, and you and you could tell when I was trying to ask questions he was like come on Finch carry up and get this conversation over with he'd rather talk about music or something well, every else. time we'd be at the pub you'd dead set you'd have your schooner there and the bar wouldn't be too far away and you'd watch every game back to back on all the replays and I'd be like mate can we just go out <laughs> to the big yard for just five minutes just five minutes but. Yeah, mate. Um, dad, dad was never really like that. We never had those conversations. Wasn't and, pushy. No. Nah. No, he actually said that he approached me when I was uh, I was starting to play rep footy under fourteens, fifteens, and um, I didn't make a, a merit side, which is an Aussie side. So CHS, we won the won the the day or whatever the knockout. Do you reckon sometimes you didn't make it because people maybe they didn't like Para coming through the ranks or they saw your name and and almost went out of their way not to pick you? I'd love to say that, but yeah. also a lot of it was because that's, that's, I was that's playing like pick, a busted ass. Yeah, that's why they yeah. picked yeah. the Andrew Johns in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, mate, maybe maybe there's some of that stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Everything's got some politics involved somewhere. But, yeah, mate, I, I remember him approaching me after not making this Australian merit side, and I was like, oh, that was the best foot you've ever played. That yeah. If I'm not making, then maybe it's not for me. And he said, mate, he goes, you don't have to play this because you think I didn't. You've got the same thing. You don't have to play. He goes, no. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Just do it, and I'll back you. And you believed in me. So I said, no worries, I'm not playing next year. So I played straight away. I played played for three years. Did you? Yeah. And then under 18s, I went and met with Brian Smith, and he was like, mate. You hadn't played for three years? Three years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so from under, I played Harold Matthews and then made this CHS team, and that was towards the end of the year, and then didn't play from then until under 18s, Jersey flag at Para. Well, there's a lot of school trials and whatnot going on right now, and it's a very important message to say, well, it doesn't matter if you make these teams now or conversely if you don't make these teams. But the reason I was asking this question, I certainly didn't have this problem. My dad had one trophy in our household. It was a a trophy that had this little ornament-type thing with the cricket ball that he used in the match screwed onto the thing. Oh, yeah. And and over the years, I used to screw the ball off and use it myself. I I lost it that many times, so now Dad's sole trophy is a little thing with the screw coming out of it, right? (laughs) And and that was for, like, a most improved, and it was like a token trophy for Dad, and he'll confess to that. However, I just wonder, and listen to the ads, is Yender Lee a bit too hard on Lionel? Yeah. Do you reckon? (laughs) The Bing Lee ads. Yeah. Is Yender a bit too hard? She's brutal. It's yeah. like communism in that family. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Lionel. Lionel's doing his column best, Lionel's isn't he? just isn't trying he? to sell the ad and she's all over it. Yeah, yeah, she's just hammering him. Everything he says, she's just onto it. Yeah. Oh, Lionel. I always worry about Lionel. So you blokes didn't contend with that. Well, do you reckon Lionel's single, still living at home? And that's what Lendl's all over him. You know, he's still yeah, she's 100%. cooking food. You've got to get out on your own, Lionel. Yeah, that's it. Who's Break gonna, away. Who's going to want to hook up with Lionel when he, yeah. he's got that in the background? Nah. You come home and his big Lendl on the recliner nah, just li- going. Li- li- Lionel's, Lionel's good to go. Lionel's good to go. No, 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 no. Lionel, yeah, the, Lionel's his own man. I think Yender's just pushing him. Just pushing him. See, But I, I reckon he's ready to fly now, Lionel. I reckon it's his time. Well, I can... Punches could be ready to fly, you're talking about? Oh, you reckon it's getting a bit heated? <laughs> anyway, have you say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to get involved. Uh, also to Josh Hanna, there was an interesting scenario in the game where um, Villiarme Kiko was down in back play and there was a lot of conjecture on social media around this. Have a listen. You know, play being stopped for Billy Kikau to come from the field? Yeah, I, I do. 
probably won't share it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, th- I thought the rule was for serious injury that play would be stopped, but if it was deemed not serious, that play would, would go on. Um, so, yeah, I know it's a difficult one for the people in charge out there um, because you are dealing with people's health. So I, I get that, um, but... It, it, it kind of looked like it wasn't a, a serious injury and, and we were we probably could have put the game away there if the game was allowed to flow. Um, so um, thankfully, you know, we're sitting here and we're celebrating a win. Oh, there you go. Don't so, you love how uh, Josh Kenna goes, I, I do have uh, yeah. an opinion, but I'm not going to share it. No, and then <laughs> share <laughs> it. <laughs> it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Uh, boys, another head knock for Way Graham, so that's not good. Yeah. Uh, did he look like, did he roll his ankle as well when he... Yeah, it's it like he, the up, side of his boot kind of flicked his leg out. Yeah. It's like he'd done a little medial or something yeah. in there. But I, it, that I didn't actually see until the replay. He, he copped another knee on the way through. He, oh, his head he? hit the hip, and that would have rattled you. And then on the way back through, the knees come and collected his temple, and yeah. that's knocked him a bit dizzy. Yeah, that's no, no good. What, what do we do? What do you do about the concussions? Like they're saying, they're pulling it up, and it's over policing and all this stuff. Do you change a tackle tech? Like no, where you, the, you can't because you then can't, the game's different, it? isn't and it? Everyone knows it's the game's never been safer. Mm. You know, if if there was a if it was a million dollar fine for high tackles, there's still going to be high, high tackles. tackles in the game because that's just I how it is. See. There is going to be accidents. I I think the you know you look at the stuff that went on back in the eighties and when, when my old mate played seventies. Yeah, like it was take your heads off stuff. We're not like that now. I think the NRLs has done a really good job around concussion in the last few years. Yeah, oh, but because it's a contact sport, there's going to be gonna, it has to be. And, and again, we want to bang on about you know my problem is just you know we stand up on that podium about the high tackles. More people are getting knocked out making tackles. Yeah, yeah. so the NRL has just spun all these. Uh, stats to yeah. suit. That's what makes me angry with, with Valandis and their to suit their the narrative. Over status stars. Yes. Yeah. Over statistics. The biggest concussions are, are, are tackling or yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent agree with you, mate. Yeah. It's what do you do? Like they're they're like they're getting bigger, faster, fitter. Yeah. They're running into each other at at that pace at speed that wasn't happening back yeah. in the day. Hundred percent. And there's that much random collision now. How do you stop? Two, like I always say, two rhinos running to each other, limbs, and you, you fall in this random heap. There's yep. heads getting knocked. And then if you do make it so first contact has to be under the ball, you're copping the top of elbows, yeah. you're getting hips like Wade Graham. It, you can't you can't stop it unless yeah. they bring in some sort of helmet. What do they do eventually? And then you can just go in head first. Boy, yeah. Boys, the only way to stop it, right, and, and this will never happen, so it's not even a solution, is, as you said, fitter, faster, stronger over the years. The field dimensions have remained the same. So back, you know, years before we were playing, people were coming out of pubs and playing. Yeah, it was right. it was actually slow. Yeah. It was now it is just athlete up to the athlete. athlete, big, strong. So ostensibly, the field's got a lot smaller. Yep. right because they cover it so easier. So it's a bash and bargeathon. Now that's not going to change. In fact, that's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse as the years go on. Right. So like the UFC, it's going to be come to a point where only the toughest of the toughest are able to play this game. So what I believe the game needs to implement. Uh, which allows for maybe a semi-professional coming down the track. For There's players who, they have in place Oztag and touch football, but people still want to play tackle. They just don't want to tackle Junior Paulo. Yeah. So I think that we've got to start heading towards a hybrid game, which might be a 10s or a 9s comp, which essentially takes you back to those 70s where there's not the big head-on tackles. And it's another game that might be played on a Wednesday night. It's a different comp. And 
because this comp's only going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. No. Well, and how you, can you change? You can't change it. We can't, can't change it. We don't well, want to change what, it. Exactly, say the first contact's right, just um, speaking out of my head here, it, it's got to be under the ball. And then I guess it's a different game then because second phase play offloads. You're exactly. taught to wrap the ball up every time. Yep. That's what you, you can't police it. You can't police this random collision at that speed. You can't You can't tell what's going to happen on the way down and on the way up. Guru, uh, Formula One driving is dangerous. And, and for people who start go-karting and doing all that stuff and wanting to be a Formula One driver, you know that if you make the big time, it is dangerous. And that's what rugby league's going to be. And yep. uh, that's why I just think that if we could, over time, introduce – another competition in conjunction with the, the primary game, which will be always the way it is, then it gives kids who, like 15 and 16 kids are quitting the game because they don't want to play Oztag and touch footy. They want to play tackle. They just want to tackle these guys. So give them a nines comp that they can go and play. And Weight classes? Like back yeah. in the day when my oh, grandfather played yeah. football, it was all about weight classes. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, to back your point up about the size of players, you look at the you know, the, the great eras of the 80s and the, the Australian um, – the untouchables, right? Yeah. But Invincibles, the eighty-two so you, gang. Yeah. You look at the, the back rows, like Wayne Pierce. He wasn't a big. He's not a big man. Yeah. Steve Folks was not a big yeah. man. Dave Gillespie, in terms of height, was not a big man. Brad Mackay, the yeah. five choose, like they yeah, were the back rowers. You look at the back rowers now, kick out. You know, like they they double the size yeah. of what our Body best builders. back rowers were back then. You know, at the, and that's you know twenty thirty years down the track. You're, Me you're, versus Mike Acevo. Exactly right. Hello. <laughs> Good luck. I wouldn't have made today's game. I don't mind saying that. There's many people back in the day who said, "Oh yeah, we would have killed it." No, you wouldn't have made. This <laughs> game is a completely different beast. Oh. Completely different. Yeah. Beast. Imagine trying to tackle him. Just oh, this yeah. just gives me nightmares thinking about it. We that. used to have Yuck. ten yellow Tuiaki. Oh, he was awful and, too. And yeah. the, I like the mark in. That yeah. was disgraceful coming up. But, against what him. I used to do is I'd go out in the wing in defence. I didn't have to mm. make tackles, so I'd defend outside Guru. Anyway, I wouldn't let you there for no. long. Get back in there. Anyway, <laughs> PJ Marsh, come on, come on, it changed from for Piggy Riddell. He's come on the field. He's gotten to dummy half. First time he's done this, fourth time he's jumped out and kicked down the right hand side. It was the world's worst pop gun kick, and it went straight down the throat <laughs> of Tuiaki. Oh, and I'm on the sideline trying not to tackle him. He's looked at me just from, from oh, and the sideline and the sideline Mike picked me up. And went no, it's <laughs> <laughs> like a horror movie, eh? We, we played down oh. at GIA, formerly known Bruce Stadium, <laughs> and and all week it was my assignment to mark on Leslie Vanicolo. Oh yucky! Oh right, so and that was he fine. was the worst. I never had to no. mark him. Yeah. Thank God, he was the only one. Yeah. Oh, that I was scared of, that I never had to play against. Thank you. Thank he you. was a beast, right? And we called him the beast. Anyway, so we go there and we on the field. And, and I had it covered all week. I had no problem. My head was wrapped around marking Leslie Vaynercolo. So we get out there and I look at him. And I run over to Lalloa Milford and I'm on the left wing. I was supposed to be on the right marking him. He said, mate, what are you doing? You're on the wrong side. I said, no, no, mate, Junior's just said, you're, mate, you've got to go to the 100%. other side because you'll get him for speed yeah. in Milford. I used to do that with the sun because sometimes the sun would be on one side. Yeah. If it was a hot day, I'd be like, just go over to Birdie and go, Birdie, mate, I'm, I think I'm playing on this side this day <laughs> and then swap it back for the next one. Les was, he was a champion. Like, I played with Leslie down in Kerry. Oh, we, we played at Broncos one day. We led 18 nil. Anyway, Les done his peck. He didn't tell anyone. And he, so oh, he's on the wing. played with it. So... Next minute, once some Chris Walker may have got the ball for Brisbane and run around him, and Les has got his arm like tucked in, trying to run next to him. It looked like he was in an egg and spoon race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he tried to run next to him. Yeah. He said, What's wrong against his shoulder? Anyway, one of my favourite Les Vettercole stories we were um, doing a lot of swimming one off season training with fitness. And anyway, I've got a lot of the Polynesian boys, and yeah. a lot of the other boys for that matter, don't swim well. So uh, one of our days off, they had a stroke correction class at the pool, the trainer, stroke correction. Anyway, Les turns up. He sits there, seven o'clock, gets his pen and paper out at the pool. 
And I'm like, oh, what are you doing, Les? He goes, I'm, I'm here for speech correction. At the pool. No, it's stroke correction. So what would you think we're doing English speaking classes at a swimming pool? Wasn't he wasn't he playing Trivial Pursuit once and then the card came up and he said he goes, Oh, what's this uh Sea Same uh, yeah, Street? Yeah, goes, Sesame a, Street. That's a, it was we had we had Sale of the Century. Yeah, uh, we had Sale of the Century and it was uh it was raining one day and each each person took turns of being Glen Ridge. And he goes, uh <laughs> what uh, what is the name of the character that lives in the trash can in uh, how you say Sea Saint Street? <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? You're Saint Street. I'm, give me a look at that. It's, it's Sesame. Mate, well, oh, they they great... don't get enough. Uh, they don't get enough accolades for. They come over to the country. Some of them can't speak English, yeah, and they do, they make they do it so good yeah, so yeah. quickly. If I went to France. I wouldn't. I'd be gone. No, yeah. I'd just be. I'd be that bloke who can't speak French. Hey boys, we've got a break. We've got a break. Uh, this is a crunch. No, leave it the on. Crunch. Thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling as we go to the break around the grounds in the knock-on effect cup. It is the night six leading the Bunnies nil. Seven minutes gone in the first half. Uh, it certainly is crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster's new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling and. Isuzu, the three-litre D-Max, uh, is born to live. The three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live. Uh, gentlemen, um, plenty of text messages coming through. 0457 736 736. Yes, Finch Man. I just got a quick story about Mangoo. Do you remember um, a couple of mates of mine, uh, we hit, were playing the Dragons. A couple of mates of mine, back para, we had the start about seven and a half starts. So they backed us with the start. And when I say mates of mine, I mean myself. Um, <laughs> and anyway, we're up by 10. The Dragons turned the ball over about 20 metres out from the line. We got the ball. There's 40 seconds left. Game over. You know, we're up by mm. 10. We've covered the start, you little beauty. Mm. It's about 10 seconds to go. Christian Nuna gets the ball 40 metres out from the line, decides to chip and chase. Oh, no. What, what are you doing, Nuna? Anyway, Jamie Sauer gets the ball. Oh, yeah. And that's all right. We'll just make the tackle. Jamie yeah. Sauer gets the ball and runs all the way outside. All the way outside, the, park, yeah. the, way outside the field. And the hood is gone, so we can't. And I'm chasing Sauer here, and I'm no chance of catching him. And I turn, look at the guru. Guru's just, he's fucked off. It's all. They only get paid from the all, whistle to the siren. Oh, yeah. so they, they, it's series race away and score. We can't, we can't lose. No. Oh. And it's all over. But I chase him the whole way. No, I can't get to him. <laughs> and, I score, and I get up and I'm blowing up. And everyone, what are you doing? And they go, and that's what it means to Finchie. Look at most of me too. It means to me because I lost me bet. And I was, <laughs> the boys were going, why are you blowing up, mate? The oh, game's mate. over. Said, I said, you didn't have us at eight and a half start. I should, I should yeah. clarify that back in those days, uh, players at all can't have any bets related in rugby league. But back in those days, if you backed yourself, it was no problem. Mm. right? So we were playing one day at Leichhardt Oval against uh, Manly or Northern Eagles, one of those teams. And uh, we're leading six points to nil. And there's about, I don't know, two minutes to go. Penalty right out in front, 20 metres right in front of the stick. So when that happens, there's not even a consultation with the captain. You lead by six, two minutes to go, penalty right in front. You don't even ask the captain. I just walk over because the whole world knows we're about to go up by eight. Grab the ball. Anyway, Craig Field comes over and he's wrestling the ball off me. Yeah, And I'm looking at him. I said, mate, we're up by six. And he's wrestling the ball. And his eyes are just trance. And he rips the ball off me, right? Quick tap and bang, away he goes, right? Because unbeknownst to me, he needs to cover the eight and a half. <laughs> and, and the two points gets us to eight, not eight and a half. He needs a meat pie. Yeah. So anyway, all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang. We lose the ball. Whew, up the other end of the field, Manly. Score. score in the corner. Now they've got a kick. Oh. I don't know whether it was a draw back in those days or golden point. They've got a kick from the touchline to level it all up. Waves away, miss. Oh, we win. God. 
But oh. fair dinkum, he was very, very lucky. And and you know what? The NRL has done absolutely the right thing to completely remove uh, any players you know punting on the we got to get some of our mates who are props to kick a 40-20 or something. <laughs> and just get on them and just get them practicing at training and kick those 40-20s. 40-20. 40-20 in the game. 1300 Eric Growth Jr., Brett Finch, I'm Joel Kane. This is Crunch Time. Uh, we've got SEN Gold Coast and SEN Track Brisbane. Trackside is uh, coming up a little bit later as well. Or can you continue to listen to Crunch Time on the SEN app? That's the way to do that. Uh, that is all happening thanks to SEN Gold Coast and SEN Track listeners there. So if you want to keep listening to us, it is via the Jaleesa app. That's the way to yes. do that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Plenty more coming up. We're going to talk about the Dufty scenario, Dragons fans. So feel free to have your say on the text line 0457 736 736. It certainly is. It is the second hour of the program. We appreciate having you on board. Have your say. 0457 736 736. The text line, you can call in 1300 1170 Around the grounds we go in the knock-on effect cup. Newcastle 16 leads South Sydney nil midway through the first half. Crunch time thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling and Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max born to play. Uh, this fellow was born to play, at least born to attack, gentlemen. He's been the subject of uh, a lot of interest as far as the Dragons fans are concerned. The St. George Illawarra Dragons fans, we speak of the fullback, Matt Dufty. Uh, an article written in today's Sydney Morning Herald highlights why the Dragons don't want Dufty. Now, there's been a petition, I think there's been almost 20,000 signatures on a petition wanting to re-sign Matt Dufty. Now, what we do know about Anthony Griffin, Hook, he just absolutely prides his game on defence. Uh, I've said this many times that... His defence over about an eight-year period would be as good as any ex, excluding uh, Robinson, excluding uh, the great man Bellamy. So uh, clearly he doesn't see that. But the six reasons, I don't know if you blokes have read the article. Have you read the article as to why? A little bit, yeah. I've been looking over it and it's, uh, it's pretty brutal. It's like you put brutal, him on the it? spot, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's picking it him to from, pieces. From like if you, if you followed someone just zoned in on the camera like I used to with the player cam or whatever, yeah. you can find flaws in the best of the best game, mm. you know? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth a chat, I guess. Obviously, you know he, they're saying he's nineteenth. Um, the the he's nineteenth for kick defusals. Yeah. So it's a big component of being a full. Yeah, but, so it's, it but deserves man, a chat. He's still he's t- trying to find a job. Yeah. Like, who's was that, Michael? Uh, Michael uh, Chemis. Well, mate, Sydney mate, mate, if I went through every article you've written in the last year, I bet you I find some stinkers 100%, in there. Hundred uh, percent. And I, I bet you I could disagree with plenty. That's you know, right. People are going to disagree. In the end, if, if the Dragons don't want him, that's fine. You don't need to sit here and, and tear right. down his p- game because he still needs to be employed next year. And, you know? and like we were saying, these people and, and fans quite often, they're watching from a bird's eye view and you're watching on TV, you get the, the, the zoomed out think, version. Why, you why can see three plays yeah. ahead what's going to happen. When you're on the field and it's all in your face, it's a million miles. It's like standing on the on the highway, yeah. you know, and then with traffic coming at you yeah. at 110 k's per hour. It's, it's, it's such uh, short, sharp, quick decision making mm. it's not always and they people used to get into me about stop coming in off your wing I'm like mate slow it down and look who came three or four yeah. in if I don't go in they're just going to throw it short and the bloke's going to score anyway yeah. so I'm a, I'm a loser either way you know? <laughs> I tell so you, it's easy to say boys I tell you what I mean I've been called oh you're soft well my career in rugby league was spent playing against blokes uh, much taller mm. and heavier than me and uh, good luck if you get the chance to do that. So if that's soft, I'm happy to be oh, a soft mate. person. But I tell you, there was one, a really good thing by Paddy Power. If you get the chance to YouTube Paddy Power, who's uh, the parent company of Sportsbet, there was a jockey over in the in Ireland who this punter had sledged him, saying that they fell off 
they were going to win this race and they fall off the horse. And this punter's come up and said, you've taken a dive. You've taken a dive, right? So they've set it up where they've got this guy, they've tricked him to come out to this thing, right? And halfway through the journey, they're in this ute and the particular jockey who the punter had a go at, him and the jockey sit in the back of this ute and they go through this paddock, right? And they're going through at 60 kilometres an hour, right? And then he, the jockey starts talking to the bloke who, uh, the jockey, the bloke doesn't know that the jockey knows he'd been criticising him on social media and saying, you took a dive, you meant to do that, you, you'd lay down to lose the bet. So they're in the back of this ute flying through this paddock. We're well, not flying, 60 k's an hour. And the jockey says, uh, mate, jump out. Yeah. He goes, what, what do you mean jump out? He yeah. said, well, you accused me of, of diving. This is 60 kilometres an hour, how fast I was going. Yeah, jump, jump out. He goes, oh, well, no, no, no. He goes, well, you reckon I'd jump out on this? Yeah. You jump out. Done it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Go on, mate. Go on, Mr. Sit there and analyse everything yeah. I do. Can you do it? Yeah. You can't. I'll send you the link. But That's it's awesome. It, it, I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. Jump out. Go on. I, I think, that obviously, the I, I did a um, charity luncheon yesterday. Now, Al Robbo, the jockey, was there. Champion mm. Robbo. Love him to death. And he's talking about his time at the footy show. And, mm. and, and that's when I grew up. Because you'd have the Friday and Sunday night games on nine. Mm. And Thursday night, hour and a half of footy. Standalone. That's all you'd get, the footy show. Yeah. So now, you know, Foxtel's 24-hour channel's fantastic. But that's, that's a lot of content, content. you've got to get yeah. there. Now, a, a lot, it's obviously saturated by so-called experts in mm. the media with, with yep. journalists and whatnot. And everyone's entitled their opinion. That's fine. I'm not saying that. You don't have to play. That, that doesn't matter. But when someone disagrees with your opinion, don't then come back at them and yep. tear them apart, their yeah. character. You know, I'm like, just there's, yeah. there's so much negativity and it's good calling now. people gutless and he's a liar. And, they're, they're, you know, they might say something on a show, but then the player comes back and then they double down in their article. And yep. it's like, mate. Do you know in our, our industry, and I'll say our industry because we're very much part of it, yep. it is one of the most insecure industries out there. Don't, don't you reckon? It is, awful, it is one of the most insecure industries out there. And, and as I said, we're all part of that. Uh, as the knock-on effect cup, the Knights are just running rampant. 22 points to nil, 15 minutes remaining in the first half. It is the Knights leading the Rabbitohs there. But uh, back to Dufty, boys. Uh, where's a home for Dufty? Where, where is a home for Dufty? Canberra was oh, Yeah, Canberra there. Yeah, Canberra was there. Like Brisbane. You know what? If I was Dufty, I'd be saying, hey, SJ, let me know where you're going. Yeah, I, I want to come play next to you because yeah, sniff around. they could be a lethal combo, yeah, couldn't fair. they? that's fair. Well, do you think we'll ever get to that point? Obviously, you see it. Tom Brady did it when he went to the Buccaneers, brought a couple of people with him. Obviously, huge in basketball. Yeah. The best players, you know, who are off that time coming together and actually they're meeting each other and say, let's plan of attack, where are we going to go? Do you think he'll ever get that in the league? You know, you maybe your key six, seven, nine, and one, or your key positions. Link up on the outside and yeah, say, yeah, come well, on, let's we'll go. And see who yeah. else is off at that time and go, well. Yeah. Why not? If you're you thinking, forward-thinking man, yeah, guys wouldn't package. be a bad idea. Bloody oath. Darren Wright's footy show was the funniest show ever. It was. And we'll never, ever see it nah, again, will we? It was nah. fantastic. And, and obviously, in this day and age where political yeah. correctness and the rubbish yeah. you've got to live by, mate, the, the fat was fantastic. Oh, the fat, oh. mate. People, he, he was unbelievable. Yeah, like he'd be... Uh, What's this? Uh, Him Kimmy. not knowing yeah, what's going on was, was the best thing ever. No, but that, that was, but that was the funniest but, thing. But he knew. Like, yeah. I... I, I one of my best. It was though, Guru. It was one of my very human. At, um, oh, every network, he, he would pretend to come back for, and he'd be looking at the wrong camera. Yeah, and he'd look at me and go, "I'm not going to pretend." Oh, over there, and the crowd would go nuts. He yeah. goes, "I've been doing the same thing for 21 <laughs> years." <laughs> Too smart. And he goes, "Mate, 
See see how that big red light on the camera? People don't understand. I don't know. It is too funny. Or you do the old, oh, Kimmy, the fat's coming home to you. Full cream full <laughs> cream milk tonight, baby. You know, like you say that on air like a Kimmy. You know, get ready. Uh, he was just the best. And you could get away with a lot of stuff they said compared to obviously now. It's- he was absolutely hilarious. And in and, and, and the back, uh, in the green room and that before the shows, yeah. mate, just the yeah. funniest one-liners and – just this real <laughs> short, dry sense of humour, mate. I love you, mate. But yeah. there, there you talk. There's another bloke. He captain Australia, fatty. Look yeah. forward, and he's not a not an overly big man. You know, you yeah. talk about the size of the players these days. Yeah, he, he, he's a, such a talent. And, and I was very, very lucky. I was on every episode for the last six years in a very, very small amount of either sports bet role. And, and the reason I say that, a very, very small part of the show I was, and I remember I was umpiring a cricket game for the young bloke, and I'm on square leg and. I've got the phone out checking the races, and next thing you know, Paul Vorton rings. I said, oh, Fat, how you going, mate? So it's in the summer. He said, mate, um, I just wanted to let you know before it sort of gets out, he said, I've been boned from the footy show. I said, what? He said, yeah, mate, I just, um, you've been part of the show, excuse me, um, and I want you to know. And he, I was amongst one of his first calls, and I thought for the very minor part I played in that show, for him to have the decency to ring me, and to yeah. say, hey, he's a terrific guy. Oh, uh, champion, yeah, that's, that's solid, isn't it? You, mate, you saw yourself short. Sure, you're a bigger part of that than you think, mate. It's, um, yeah, but, yeah, he was he was just hilarious. He's one-liners in the back, mate. And some of them, you know, obviously not, not for on air, but, mate, you would just be in absolute stitches. He wouldn't even nah. he wouldn't even smirk. He'd just walk in, say it, and leave, and everyone would be laughing. He was, he, was, he was great. And the big man, you know, the big man had his little role there. Yeah, and, he was uh, a champion. He's champion. a champion bloke, isn't he? Big man, small talk, brain strain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll never see it again. I tell you, but to be fair, uh, and, and the world has changed with the likes of, you know, pay TV, Fox, yes. and yep. I mean, Matty Johns. I mean, well, what a talent. Oh, yeah. He's well, a monster, isn't he? He's a, he's a, he's a monster. monster. He's like the uh, the uh, Australian's Joe Rogan type kind yep. of entrepreneurial, yeah. you know, doing his thing. And, yep. Um, getting his own audience away. Wherever he goes, an audience follows him. Yeah. And yep. I think yeah. he's going to have that forever. So, But going back to what we were saying before about the the, uh, the journos, um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Forget about that. Six to we go can play cut on. Later. Oh, it's live, is it? Oh, yeah, sorry. six to go play on. one three hundred oh one eleven seven. That reminds me, I had Guru on my podcast. About two or three times, we deep in, I'll ask the question, we deep in, it'll be 10 minutes into the answering the question. Yeah. Stop and look at me, and he goes, "What's the question again?" <laughs> oh, Man, I just ramble on. <laughs> well, just uh, speaking about that, uh, you said, "Are we live?" That was one of the things they kept playing on the footy show, which is one of the funniest clips of all time, where Fatty was debuting uh, for TV and he's calling a game, and and uh, he's, he's, he's thrown he's out. Sworn, he said the he had no idea they were live. Who's on ABC Radio? He thought they were rehearsing. Uh, you know, it was television. I thought it was a... And David Morrow's like, "Oh, oh I think we've got a, uh, yes. uh, a technical difficulty." Here. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you were saying how it's a very fickle. Um, what'd you say? It's a, it's a very insecure insecure industry, industry mate. Yeah. I've had journo's, well-known journo's, yeah. spilling their guts to me after too many beers, yeah. and basically having an emotional breakdown more than once. Yeah. In, in well-known spots and people will come over to them, mate, just be careful what you're telling him and all this stuff. And I, I was, I just got there in this one instance and mate, the stuff they were saying, what they're told to do by their superiors and, and what to get on football players. And if there's no dirt, find some, mate, it's just, a, it's just an absolute yeah. free for all. And so this, a couple of these people who I've spoken to over time and seeing the other side of them going, oh, we don't want to do it. And if it's killing your soul, don't yeah. do it. If it's really breaking your soul, find something else to do. Do you know the thing, and this is not journal specific, again, this is the broader industry of the media. And it's, we need to understand in rugby league, right? So there is 
8 billion people in the world. There's 196 countries, and rugby league is this little small part of it, right? It's a little small part of it. And when you live your life inside the – and I've been fortunate to work outside of rugby league. Some people have never left the game. And when you leave the game, you realise that, do you know what? It's nothing. Like, it's everything, but it's nothing. You're thinking about your life and your family and loved ones – 95% 95% of the time, which is fair enough. I'm doing the same. Finchie's doing the same, right? I'm not yep. thinking about my wife. Not <laughs> <laughs> but we're all left with about 5% to think about the rest of the world, right? So where I'm getting to it is we, there's a lot of people in our industry who think they are that important, oh, no. and the, but we're not that important. Mate. No one gives a shit. We're not – no one – so people go, oh, when you go on air, if you stuff up, what do you think? I don't care because pe- people will bag me. <laughs> I don't me. care because no one's listening. <laughs> but, the, but the moment they bag you, they actually, they've got it off their chest and Twitter or whatever else they've bagged you. That's the last they think of you for the rest of yeah, the day. that's right. And so no one's as bad as they seem on Twitter. No. Like, yeah, on Twitter, you go on there, it's a dead set dumpster fire yeah. for people's emotions and they're, they're venting. You meet them in person, they're yeah, not no. like that. They're just nice, normal people and they just go home and get a bit confident. They sit there by themselves. They can say whatever they want and not have to deal with the the repercussions of it. So it's different. Yeah. It's, it's this whole, it's, it's crazy, mate. The social media thing, it's kind of good in a way because sometimes you get to call out like yeah. back in the day, a journo writes something. That's all there is. Yeah. Bad luck. Now you get to say, hang on a second. That's not true. That's not true. You've got your own audience. Now. You can kind of get a bit of a comeback. And you know, now journos have got people hunting them and watching them and, and following them around and hoping they stuff up. Like, like I've, the- I've been, sl- you're right. I've, I've been sledged, right? Everyone's been sledged. And again, who gives a rats? But I've been sledged by people who have done 200,000 tweets. Yeah, that's right. 200,000 tweets. That's a great point. I, I just want to give that person a cuddle and say, mate, yeah, it's okay, come mate. out and see the outdoors. Yeah. Let's chat to people in person. 100%. 200,000 tweets. See, see yeah. up there, that's a tree. Yeah. That's a bird. That's no, right. This is called nature. I used to encourage the young blokes every year, go overseas. Go yeah. overseas for your trip away. Don't go to Queensland where everyone knows you. Yeah. Go somewhere where no – go to Japan. No one gives a rat's ass about you. Yep. Just go and live in the world where it's not rugby league bubble, and you realise, mate, you're that insecure. You're like a grain of sand on the beach, mate. No one gives a rat's ass. If get you, out of your own head. Get out of your own. Uh, get your head out of your own ass. Guru, we could do this as an exercise. We we could we could publish five players from each club, right? We could go down to Pitt Street Mall, and, and you could throw journos in, you could throw coaches, and you could throw media personalities in, and go down to Pitt Street Mall with fifty faces, and we'd say, righto, tick the people that you know that you can actually. They may be familiar. Write the name of these people you know. And I tell you what, in Pitt Street Mall, there would be less than 10% of identities ticked. It is not that big a game. Mm. Relax. That's it. Yeah, take take the you know what out of your backside and yeah. just keep it real. Well, when we were over, me and Guru went on a trip away, um, went to Austin, Texas, yeah, and, and Vegas, and, Me- and Melbourne that you lost the grand final to Manly 40 nil, and you didn't even, like, obviously, we, when you're in Sydney, yeah. it's massive. We didn't even hear anything about yeah. it until we come home. Um, yeah, obviously being overseas, they don't give a rat's ass about um, yeah, about rugby league. But when we were in um, gosh, digressing here, we were staying at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, and we got this really grouse room, a big four bedroom. Scarface room. It was, it was, it was called the Scarface room. It's Benny Smith and Folletti, <laughs> like two story. And I, and I put it on my credit card, so I said, "Well, I'm getting the main room. Yeah, the one up the top." Anyway, I went to this pool party. And obviously, me being me, I'm single. I'm talking to a lot of girls and just doing what I normally do, and that's lying to them. Yeah. So I tell them I'm going to come back to the room um, later that night. Let's have fun. I come back and Guru's already in me. He's caught into my bed and fall asleep, lock, lock the door, cuck oh, into no. my room. So anyway, what I did, I went and jammed. Oh, it's filthy. Like the girls went, I don't want to sit there. 
Oh, it's Billy. I went and jammed all the doors up so he then couldn't get back into the room. <laughs> couldn't get out for two and, days. And he had to go to the, down to the reception. <laughs> reception finally come and rescued him out of his room. Yeah. Um, and then they said, "Is Mr. Grant? I said, mate, never heard of him. <laughs> and he's at the door going, fix it, fill it, Mr. Grant. Sorry, mate, he's not coming. He didn't even hide it until I walked out and he goes, and that's what you get for still me room, you asshole. <laughs> oh, have you say, uh, here's one. I used to be the head bouncer at Northies. Eric Groth Jr. came in sometimes, and he was a complete gentleman. Yeah. Uh, lots of league boys aren't necessarily that way, but not Eric Groth Jr. What a champion. Well, Thanks, yeah. Uncle Mick. <laughs> but remember we had that night out, and we had the bottle of vodka, and we didn't finish it all, and we took it back to the yeah. room. Anyway, the next morning I woke up, hung as a mother, oh. you know, like the breath of a thousand camels, you know, just feeling awful, and I stagger out. Um, you know, we were second week into a, into a trip away, not feeling great. Stagger out, and Guru goes, here, big fella. Do you want some water? And threw me the Mount Franklin bar. I said, oh, thanks, Guru. And I cracked that and sculled it. It was, <laughs> it was the vodka. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, mate. And Benny Smith. I was just watching everyone come in because they just come in. I was in the, I was in the room downstairs. And you see Benny Smith walking and go, oh, is that water? Yes. Get into it, mate. Rip into it. Oh, hydrate, mate. We've got yeah, another big day today. Yeah. Bang. Oh, <laughs> Where's Benny Smith these days? Mate, he's up at uh, Newcastle. He just moved closer towards the beach. He was living inland a bit there. He's got a beautiful uh, wife. She's yeah. from Croatia. And they've got a little boy, um, uh, Hunter. Is it Hunter? He's living in Hunter. Talented family. Josh oh, Smith. Mate. Oh, Squincy. Mate, what a – he's wasn't he, isn't he like the, one yeah. of the best blokes to have on a trip away? He's yeah. just a, a trooper. He's there from start yeah. to finish. And the friendliest, happiest bloke yeah. you've ever met. Uh, but then end of the night, it would take us so long to get back to our room because mm. big Benny Smith starts crab walking. He's a crab. He's blind, so he's, the, <laughs> he's, he's going across my <laughs> Come on, but he just walks straight. He starts crab walking the big fella. But, oh, so, such a happy kid. Oh, he's around. great to have around, mate. One one night he was walking through. Well, I just saw from a distance and I just heard this, guru, guru. <laughs> and it was this security Julie. guard holding up the crab. <laughs> big crab. blind crab. And they were just walking him. And he must have just told this, Find guru. guru. He'll, he'll look after me. He'll look after me. So I put him around me, around my shoulder and marched him off to the room. Oh, good times. Good times. I've got a hangover thinking about it. Oh, dear. So I, I played with uh, – actually – uh, Brad Smith, uh, Kramer. Yeah. We, we actually left, uh, the three of us, myself, Steve Price, and Kramer, left from Balmain, who were, uh, sorry, uh, St. George, who were merging with St. George Illawarra. We went to Balmain together. So just a champion. I, I'm actually heading up to Tamworth this week. They've got the PWSA state trials on. The young bloke's going for that. But is, are they up near Corindai or Tamworth Way or is he um, on a farm out that way? No, I think they're all in and around Newcastle are now. Because they? They, they were in. Um, Love to catch him for a oh, beer. Mate, uh, it's near Tamworth where they, they grew up. I can't remember the name of it. I've gone blank. But um, yeah. they all pretty much migrated down towards closer to Newcastle. So the Josh family's well, there now. It? Could play. All three could yeah. play. Phil, and his older other older brother, Phil, he's a Phil. super, super smart, yeah. smart fella. He's doing really well Financial planner, I think, yeah, isn't mate, he? Very, very, very switched on human beings. All of them. All of them. Very clever. Um, yeah, and he's, he's on fire, Benny, mate. He's, he's a little boy. And... Um, his wife there, just um, living life. Some of the characters, eh? Some of the characters in rugby league, and they're, and they're just a great family, heart and soul family. See, we were talking about people who get carried away with themselves. That's not a family who does. Nah. Nah. Well, that's nah. what you need, obviously. Down in in our gang, I'm, I'm getting carried away with myself. So we, we need <laughs> Benny. Need, I need someone like Benny to even, <laughs> need an anchor. even us out. You know? Wait, what about when we introduced him to the Mel- – was it the Melbourne Demons? He, 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 mate, he's just the happiest bloke, but can't. He goes mute. Socks yeah. on, presses, gets remote, presses the mute button on him. <laughs> And we're at, um, I think we're at the... The, the play or one? Yeah, play we're or... upstairs at some big uh, nightclub. At, and uh, David Neitz, the former Melbourne Demons captain, and, and they were over the Demons. Yeah. So I love me sports. So I knew they were. I'm talking to them. Um, Benny comes over and I said, oh, this is um, Ben Smith plays Premier, my mate. 
And Benny like just looks at him and goes, hey, hey, hey. and smiles. And old mate puts his hand out there. Benny goes to put his hand out and just passes out and just claps. Face first. Straight on the floor. And the guy actually rang. It's like he couldn't talk. He couldn't, it was just oh, gold. Who are some of your great characters? Let us know. We might have a few yarns on your great characters. Uh, text them, you know, 457 736 I'll make it up if I don't have one on. Uh, Gavin from Penrith. Great show, boys. Thank you very much, Gavin. Uh, a point taken there. We're, we're totally on board with that, but we've uh, hammered that particular uh, part enough. Uh, keep them coming through. 0457 736 736. You can call us as well. 1300 01 1170 is the way to get involved there. Uh, but plenty of great stories. I would love to share stories about Brad Smith. However, most of those stories couldn't be aired. So uh, we might have to get a podcast called uh, Kramer and the Crab. <laughs> that would work That's all right. Kramer and the Crab. 0457 736 736. Uh, as we go to the break, around the grounds, a minute before half time in the knock-on effect cup, South Sydney have crossed for a try. Uh, they trailed the Newcastle Knights 32 points to six. 32 points to six. The Knights leading the South Sydney Rabbitohs in the knock-on effect cup. And by the way, you'll have all the rugby league action here on 1170 SEN and via the app through NRL Nation as we gear up towards a big Saturday. Looking forward to that. Uh, this is Crunch Time. Crunch Time, Eric Growth Jr. I'm Joel Kane, and uh, the great Brett Finch is here. Uh, Phil Smith is my financial planner. Great bloke, small world. Josh from Newcastle. Yeah, very, very sharp man is Phil Smith, part of the, uh, the boys from the Smith family. But anyway, breaking back with more. Uh, crunch Time, thanks to Red Rooster's new spicy wings. The Roosters calling and Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live. Uh, gearing up for the game, thanks to Dometic Outdoor, go further and stay longer. Now, gentlemen, I want to talk about this. This is a big year for you blokes. 2009, grand final guru? Yes, yes. Grand final Finchie. Fair to say that? Yes. Okay, let's go back to this date. September, Saturday, September 26, 2009. The referees are Shane Hayne, Jared Maxwell. The game is at Docklands, 27,000 people there. The number six for the Melbourne Storm is a bloke called Brett Finch. Uh, And this would be to win through towards playing Parramatta in the grand final. The number one for the Brisbane Broncos would play his last, we thought, ever NRL game. His name is Carmichael Hunt. That is in 2009. So this... Carmichael Hunt's last ever game in rugby league. It was three decades until, ago. Well, well it, it was before you guys yeah. played in that grand final. That's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Mate, what an athlete. Hey, can you? Can someone tell me here how many successful people from other sports have come to rugby league yeah. and been successful nah, in rugby you, league? Not many. Nah. But look how many people go from rugby league yeah. across the board That's physically. Right. As a sport, that's this is why, and I'm not being biased. I was a winger. I'm not saying I was no. a tough guy. I'm just saying I think it's the toughest team sport on the planet, mm. bar none, because you can't show me. No. You can't show me many people who converted to rugby league from wherever else and killed it. Maybe there, there probably is some. That's a great observation. There probably is some, but there's not many. Not oh, as many as yeah. rugby league players going to other sports. Uh, 100%, obviously, with, um, obviously. You there, Finchie boy? Oh, hang on. There yeah, I am. He's in, he's in. Uh, the thing about you're just jumping out a bit. Yeah, just, just keep it off a couple of seconds. We'll get you back. Uh, no, we, we, you're absolutely right, Guru. Like, I haven't thought about it that way where how many people have left rugby league and succeeded in other codes, but we just don't see it the other way. Jeff Fennick, the boxer, he come and tried out in, uh, in I, rugby league. I was at – my well, dad yeah. was still playing there at the back end of his career, and I was in the elevator going up after a game, and I watched, just watched Jeff Fennick play his first game. Yeah. Mate, he, he was trying harder than anyone I've ever seen try in a game of footy. Throwing his, he was smashing blokes in the legs with his shoulder and tackling <laughs> yeah. them. 
and he just loved it. But yeah, it's just you don't find anyone who comes from another sport at the top of their sport and dominates in rugby league. Just it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard. You got to be there from the start. Or you know, you, there's some exceptions to the rule. Obviously, with some of these freak athletes coming through these days, some of the Fijian boys and that. You know, they get older and they realise, geez, I can run through that. I can jump over that. I can do this. That's different. But quite often, yeah, well, you tell me. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, yeah. I'm happy to be wrong. I, well, I just don't what see Gal's it. doing. Yeah, 100%. Who, who, who does? Yeah, don't see it. You don't see it. Maybe Barry Hall could have done that too yeah. in his day. Yep. He was, um, uh, Johnny Lewis said he would have been the heavyweight Australian champion if he had Did taken he? it seriously. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you don't see many people coming from other sports to rugby league and dominating like you do seeing rugby league players go to other sports and doing well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let us know some of those uh, great cross-coders, if you like, uh, as we look towards Carmichael Hunt wearing the number six for the Broncos. Uh, and, by the way, Boys, I grew up and all I wanted to see was a Broncos-Raiders grand final in the early mm. 90s. It never happened. And to think the Raiders and the Broncos are where they are now, Finchie. But who's some of the names that come to mind for you? Am I back on you? No. 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 no you're off for the time being. But anyway, uh, cross codes. Cross codes. He's crossed himself out. Uh, Finchie, come and jump over in. Yeah. Chime in. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Just share, just share the... Yeah. Uh, the mic, uh, as uh, A-Man's just feverishly running around, sorting it out. He's a good man under pressure, this man. Some pressure, some eat it, some get eaten by it. Uh, pressure can burst pipes, but can also blast on. Get my back, get my back. See, that's what he's done. See? Uh, excellent, A-Man. You know the couple that, that spring to my feet, and uh, when I interviewed Blocker on Uncensored Podcast, he, he reminded him, he tells a great story, when Alan Jones, the great oh, Bobby's yeah. coach was at, come to the Tigers. He went and signed Brian Smith, the rugby union halfback from New yeah. Zealand. I know, Australia, he was was an unbelievable kicker. He signed Darren Clark, who's the Australian 100 metre sprint champion. Yeah, that's right. They said, how do you know know this is going to work, Alan? Yeah. He goes, we've got the greatest kicker in the world. He kicks the ball to the fastest white men in the world. That's all we need. And Block's going, I think he's going to need a bit more than just that. They they still didn't last very long. I'll tell you another one um, who could have – Paddy Richards, I think, was a first-grade cricketer. (laughs) Yep. Have you seen him throw a ball? Yeah. Just a, a tennis ball, cricket ball, anything. He sh- he, one day we're on the Richie, ba- uh, Richie Benno at, at Parra there, the Richie Benno Oval, and he's just got this tennis ball, and he's lo- it was wet, so it was a bit heavier, and he's thrown it. Mate, it just went out of sight over into the, the units. It's wow. A, it's the biggest throw, biggest arm I've ever seen in the flesh. Unbelievable. That, that's another thing which uh, comes down to premierships, a common denominator, is having having – a team of winners like Paddy Richards come through winning in life. Toddy Payton, that that O five Tigers team. Benny Galear was a winner. The Pula Tour boys, uh, they were winners uh, who went on to Penrith. They were at John Paul too. Having people who grow up and you spoke about Billy Slater, who's just got to compete and win everything. Having winners, yeah. people. I wasn't a winner. I was just happy to be there. I don't mind saying that. I, I wasn't an ultra competitive player, and if we won, we won. As long as I played well, I was yep. sort of okay with that. But you, you know, Greg Bird's a winner. You know. Um, uh, and a lot of blokes Jimmy are Bologna. similar to yourself too, yeah. though. Like, no, no, like you got uh, probably present company excluded. Someone like Finchy here he was just from start to finish. I was rocks or diamonds. I was yeah. either right into it or just like get me out of here. Uh, so a lot of people like that. But yeah, mate, blokes like the Slaters and, that, and Finchy even, mate. I, I used to be in awe just on the on the wing, pretty much on the sideline watching Finchy. Just his face when he was yeah. screaming. Even when he was screaming at me, I was like, "This is unreal." Everyone like, "Yeah, no worries, mate. This is awesome." What a psycho! Was. <laughs> That's what you need. Hey, you need it, mate. You need the winners. Oh, oh right. and, and, and it's funny when you sit back and you talk about the bubble when you're in it and you're single and it's you're 25. It's your whole life. It, yeah. it was everything, you know. My, 
And now you step back at the age of 40, you've got a little girl, and I'm just thinking, what? It just, yeah. it just consumed your life. Does, doesn't work. Now it's, yeah. you know, obviously time you move on, but you just think, how? Yeah. I'm amazed where I'm at now, how I could have loved something so much as I, I did. And I'm not talking about my wife, I'm talking about football here, you know, like how... Yeah. You get consumed by every thought of your day is planning towards you're playing on the weekend. It's not a bad thing. It's a great no, no, thing, yeah, but yeah. it can also – it's good but to, to – yeah, you're in such a to de- Take yourself like away from life, it. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, 100%. speaking about winners, halftime in the knock-on effect cup. Bobcat. Newcastle 32 leads South 6. Bobcat Ryan. He's, he's a champion. Isn't he? He's a winner. And his first game – here, stand up. His first game of being a captain – he was nearly best on ground for the Bulldogs yeah. in 2004, winning the grand final. Bobcat's from Dubbo, isn't he? Yeah, Dubbo. We had a trial game at Apex Oval at Canberra. Bobcat's a couple of years old than me, but we played against each other coming through the juniors. And we went to the commercial hotel after the trial. We're on the, on the source, and Bobcat's there, and he sees me. He comes running out across the dance floor, and he had a white shirt on, yeah. and he slipped on the floor. Right, we picked him up. He goes, is there anything on my back? I said, give us a look. He turned around, his whole black shirt was white, uh, black now, yeah. just all the rubbish on the floor. I said, no, no, it's sweet, Bobcat, nothing's on there. All the just, the, you know, just spilled alcohol on the floor was all over the back of his shirt. I said, no, no, it's good. You've got nothing on there. It's all good to go. Yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute legend, you mate. He's played with him, Yeah, I played a lot of footy. Yeah, I played a bit of rep for yeah. the country. And yeah, a fair bit of um, club footy with Bobcat and um, not a – uh, reserve grade, bit of first grade, but then yeah, he was he was off to the the dogs, and he won a got to hold a, a lofter trophy up with them. Captain, but uh, captain yeah, game, captain yeah. too. Yeah, his price was out. That's right, and he took over as captain. And price what a, is wrong? Yeah, yeah. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, what a bloody what a human! I love the Bobcat. I've got to get up the Newey and see all those boys because Benny Smith, Michael Hodgson, the great Michael oh, Hodgson, yes. one of the greatest He's all, a all time. Yeah, um, and Brett Furman, he lives up there. Furman. So it's a great crew up there. I'm going to get up there and um, spend a couple of days up there for sure. Freddie the Furman. Crab. Yeah, the uh, Port Macquarie Shark, Brady Furman. Yeah, man, man, Fermo, um, good mates, man, Fermo. We went for a beer at, at Northies this yeah. one day. We're on the drink. I said, mate, um, sort of in town, we're going to the uh, icebergs. Mm. He goes, right, I said, what we'll do, we only had two beers at the time. He goes, I'll drive my car home. We'll get a taxi in. Sweet. So we've ended up having a massive night. Mm. Uh, he's got up, he's got a rolls. He's picked them up in the morning. They've gone down to Wollongong to train. He comes back, he goes, mate. I've had the worst day about the train. I've been at the police station all afternoon. <laughs> I said, well, what's wrong? He goes, mate, someone stole my car. I said, you joke. <laughs> someone stole your car. I said, what, out of your garage? Someone's got... He's going, oh, my God. He goes, Cause what? He said, I forgot I parked it in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> he went back to the pub and the car wasn't there. So he went to the police station and reported oh, us. He forgot that he'd driven it That's scary. That's oh, scary. Oh, dumb, dumb. Yeah, Beansy. one of the greatest yeah. guys ever. Love Isn't him. he? What? I, I, chat, I had a chat to him last night. I told him I was coming to see you. Uh, he's up at yeah, Newy there. He works in the mines and yeah. does a bit of work down here in the city. But, um, mate, that's getting scarier as you get older. Like, I don't have many big nights out anymore. If I go and have a beer, I don't drink at home just to relax. I'll go out and have a night to get drunk mm. and be an idiot or whatever. Once in a blue moon. Mate, I'm starting to not remember. <laughs> I used to remember everything. Oh, no. Photographic yeah. memory for the whole night. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, yeah I was doing mucking around. I was being digging. Now I'm like, oh, shit. No, I don't know. It's scary not waking up with a blank spot. Yeah. You just don't know what could yeah, happen. Yeah, but Guru, what about when you go? The last okay. 10 years is a blank spot for me. <laughs> what about when you wake up and you go to your phone and you go, oh, what have I, what have I said oh, anything? Yeah. I just go, delete, delete, The old bravado, the, the beer bravado text oh, message, mate. Yeah. The best thing to do is... Uh, there should be an app. It probably is. Uh, yeah. Probably. Uh, there probably is. <laughs> there probably is.
is an yeah. app that um, stops you from. Yeah. I think there is. It's it a nom. stops you from texting. It's a nom. Yeah. <laughs> a nom, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Matthew Ridge, John Gallagher, Craig Innes, Jonathan Davies, Halligan, O'Connor, Schuster, Timu, uh, Mark Ellis, and Mild Success from back in the day. So Will's. Uh, sees those guys as characters. Just on Carmichael Hunt before we move off him, big game tonight. Um, 53 tries in 126 NRL games, 10 origins, four tries, 11 tests for the it's, Kangaroos. That's part A being the league. 56 super rugby games, six tests for the Wallabies, and in the AFL, six goals in 44 games for the Gold Coast Suns. It, it is phenomenal what yeah, he's achieved. it certainly is. I remember uh, the first week when he signed with the Suns, I was listening to some conversation or saying the money that they got back through just how much coverage they got. Yeah, right. They, they got it back. Worth concept. it anyway, yeah. Um, just the risk to put yourself out there is is, is huge. How, how old's Carmichael? Uh, good question. Right? I, I, went to, I went to England for two years to, and I played rugby league. I come back and the game had changed into the, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like we said, he left the, 12 years ago. What the year did you finish for you? 34. Uh, 2013. Yeah, because I tried. But to he come left. Back. He left coming back 2021. That's re- yeah. Like so to put himself out and there. still only 34. Yeah, and change hey, himself. Well done. He's not stupid. He knows what's coming. He knows what's coming if he doesn't play the perfect game. Yep. He's going to cop it. Yep. Yeah, mate. Do you remember that year? He was running yeah. so hard. Oh yeah. That Wayne Bennett said, mm. "Mate, stop running Did so he? hard." He had to say because your your body, like he's obviously not the biggest bloke. He's not small. He's big, muscular, athletic bloke, but. He was throwing his rig into the forwards at a million right. miles an hour with no debut, self-preservation. One of his debut games, they, they played a block out the back to him and Francis Melly come and jam. Oh. Francis, Francis Melly, so too is Italy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Francis Melly come flying off the wing. Francis Melly, he's the one that was putting them all in those neck braces. You know, he put his head in it. Wasn't he awful? Oh. So, <laughs> so too is Italy. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Brooksy's just reporting. So he's 34. Yep. He debuted half his life ago, 17. That's 17, one, 24 mate. days. That's incredible. Hey, hey boys, we've got to get to a break. But uh, as we go to a break, because I reckon you, you would have missed this, Finchie, because you were calling the game. I don't know if you saw it, Guru, but it was a return of Gus Gould with the last word. Yes, uh, it was great. Wasn't oh, it? Fantastic. Uh, that, that was was gearing up for Dometic. Enjoy the outdoors with all the comforts of home with Dometic. But I will tell you this. I'll tell you this is fact. He, he did not want to do it, Gus Gould, he, and it had such a response, a positive response on social media. He did not want to do it to the point where they pulled it out of the rundown on Channel 9, and at the 11th hour, they convinced Phil Gould to do this, and did they love it? This is live, too. I asked the, the producers there. Nah, I said, was this live, or was it pre-recorded? And they said it was absolutely live. And there's three million people on the other side of the lens. He produced this live. Have a listen as we go to the break. The great Gus Gould with the return of the last word. Thank you, James. I want to talk about bravery. In these final moments in the dressing room, these players are at their most nervous. Now, especially for the rookie players. They may have watched Origin on TV, but it's about to hit them in the face. And there's no doubt that they'll start to have insecurities. Do I deserve to be here? What will it really be like? Will I be good enough? It's fear of the unknown that starts to grab them. For the players that have been here before, it's fear of the known. They've already experienced what origin mentality and physicality is like. They know they need to get back to this level every time and steal themselves. And that's not easy when you know how much it's going to hurt. There was a passage I read in the Game of Thrones many years ago, a conversation between a father and his son. The son asked the question, is it possible for a man to still be considered brave 
when on the inside he's truly afraid to which his father replied when you're truly afraid that's the only time a man can be brave and that's what you'll see tonight nerves insecurity fear it will give way to courage and bravery It'll give way to the commitment you have to your teammates and your state. It'll give way to the commitment you have to do whatever's necessary to win. Why? Because that's what Origin players do. And above all else, these boys want to be Origin players. Let's cheer on these brave souls and let's hope they can be Origin players tonight. Enjoy your football. Uh, Bobcats men continue to go on their resolute run. 38 points to six. In the knock-on effect cup, it is the Knights leading South Sydney. There's about uh, just under half an hour remaining in that one. Crunch time thanks to Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu. D-Max, born to play, and Red Rooster. Try their new spicy <laughs> wings, the Rooster's Calling. Well, I'll, if you don't mind, I might just do that. Uh, brought to you by the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play, which brings us our Saturday standouts. Finchy, as we look ahead to the three games today, what's the, the standout that's grabbing your attention? Well, being a former Nova Castrian, I think it's a huge day for Newcastle. They're playing the Bunnies. It's a, it's a beautiful day out there at Homebush, just watching the reserve graders go around. I think Latrell is the only one. Is Latrell the only one backing up? Yeah. Yep. So there's a few outs there, so an opportunity for South um, with so many players out. But after last week's old boys disaster, uh, you know, it wasn't just a loss. It was how they lost. And for Newcastle, lots of, a lot about effort and character. and um, They don't care about losing, but... You know, the application that's applied. So it was a really, really poor display. And for the Knights, I think they need to turn it around because their season could go pear-shaped. You know, when you have one of those seasons and, you know, things aren't going well if you and and they can really fall away at the back end of the year when you're out of contention. So um, I just think for Newcastle, you know, there needs to be a much better effort and a lot better commitment in their defence today. And, um, you know, hopefully the boys from the Hunter can produce a good win. Guru, the irony in all this, so they're actually 14th. 14th, only the Broncos and Canterbury behind them, but they're on 10 points. So if they actually win, they actually at least temporarily join the Dragons, who are in 8th position on 12. So it's a game that can really turn their season around. If they do get rolled here in an emphatic uh, situation with all those big guns out for South, how much pressure is Adam O'Brien under? Well, uh, I don't know. How much do you think? What do you, what, how do you... It's just any. It's just on that anything can happen, mate. I, I don't know. I find it so hard to tip footy. I just find yeah. it so hard. It's it's hard to even with five out. You just never know. They turn up on the day, mate. We played. I remember playing an understrength, a reserve grade team, Dragons. It was Daniel Holdsworth's first game, and to, they flogged us. And we we had our best side on, and it's just they turned up. They wanted to play more than we did. We thought, oh, these young blokes, they're not going to be able to handle us. Maybe that might be the case today. Hopefully yeah. for the Novacastrians, yeah. Yeah, big tough one there. Uh, the Knights take you on the bunnies. What's the Saturday standout? Thanks to Isuzu D Max for you, Guru. Mate, I'd be super. I'm, I am super interested in to see how Latrell backs up from such a oh, high, yeah. like being you know playing Origin and doing what he did, to then going up to a, a rough game up at uh, up at Newcastle. There, it'd be uh, sorry, it's at Homebush, playing a, playing a tough game against the Knights in Homebush. I'd be really interested to see his energy and his body language. And I reckon if he plays a good game today, a tough game today, that could silence a lot of doubters about his, uh, you know, his up and down attitude, so to speak. What what people talk about. He's such a freak, man. I absolutely love watching him play. I hope he whacks him today. I'll be really interested to see when I text Guru at six o'clock about Latrell's performance that if he actually watches the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've got it already recorded. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> but Guru, Guru's a hundred percent right. Uh, like Latrell, 
why he got dropped from that origin previous he was jumping out of line looking for intercepts. They, yeah. they, were, they were selfish, lazy options. How hard he worked defensively um, the other night off the ball, you know, worked, you know, tied into, um, you know, the wingers when they uh, to- oh, when they needed to find, um, yep. you know, work the wing uh, Queensland to the outside defensively. But he was superb and he showed lots of effort. He was an excellent team. You know, individually he was enormous, but on the back of some selfless team. It looks like he's learnt that over since the criticism. It looks more, like he's gone, you know what, maybe yep. maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i being a bit selfish with my 100%. decisions. Now I'm going to be more of a team man I than th- it showed. And he took it on the chin, bounced back, and he's maturing. He's a freak. He, I, I thought he handled him. it perfectly. Him. And you're right, him and Trevojevic, I've never seen anyone at Origin look like, well, if they wanted to do something, they yep. could do yeah. it, like you said earlier. So yep. um, I agree with you, but hopefully he backs up again. There's a big game. Control. These days, centres don't get man of the match, and yeah. those two were clearly the best, weren't they? That's a fair point. Yeah, you don't really often see that, do you? But, yeah, they were standouts the other night. And what about the two? Look, look at them. Look, yeah. They're just weapons, both of them. Do you know why he's going to have a blinder today? There's a book. I don't know if you blokes have read it. It sounds, sounds wanky. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds wanky, but uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I, I, I recommended it the other day to a friend who's just getting into it? business. I said, just have a look at how you speak to people yep. and get something out of someone that you need in a, in a business meeting. That's right. Good book. That's right. I haven't read it myself. No. Uh, apparently, it's really good. But you should, honestly. And <laughs> part of it talks about reputation, right? Bestowing reputation upon people. So even, even if it's bad. So, for example, Ned Kelly would have a reputation as being you know, the, the great outlaw. So he wanted to be the great outlaw. It was reputation. And you can see what Wayne Bennett's doing. And he did this with Jamie Soward at the Dragons. He kept pumping Jamie Soward up and, and got the very best out of Jamie Soward, where other coaches didn't go that angle. But he's doing the same thing with... And, and you could say that, you know, Latrell in many ways is a sensitive soul, like Jamie Soward was in many ways. Mm. But he's wrapped him up and he keeps sharing with the media. And, and Wayne's smart... Wayne uses the media when it's to his advantage, and he can't be out there quick enough saying to people about the man, Latrell Mitchell. Not about how good he is a player, but what about the quality of the man? Yep. And I bet you anything that he has an absolute blinder today, yeah, Latrell Mitchell. And, mate, and isn't that – you can take a player who's on the verge of either going down – I've been there myself many yep. times. You're either going that way or you're going up, and it can – what can be all the difference is what your coach is saying yeah. to you. Does he believe in you? Like people hear of troubled players when they go to another club and they kill it. Yep. Why? Because the bloke spent a bit of time with him, didn't treat him, didn't prejudge him, got the best out of him, made that guy, made that kid want to play for him. That's right. And mate, mate with someone like Latrell G, mm. does he need any extra help? Like he's just a phenomenal athlete. So, so this book you talk about will help. It will help me. Um, talk how to talk to my missus to get a leave pass to go for a beer. Uh, 100%. Okay. Oh, it, it really actually, will. It actually will. How to, talk, how to talk to her so she doesn't control my finances yes, so much. And, 100%. And how, yeah. how not to treat me like a 10 year old. Well, well, she's already about, read it as well. Yeah, that's she, the thing. So, you know what? She read it 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. when we met. So she, she's she's, not, she's ahead of the game. I mean, yeah, 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 she's reading the second. The, yeah. the she sequel. knows I can't read. So Finchie's right. getting on the train at Sutherland. She's already getting off the central. She's way in front of you, mate. 1 300 01 1170. Hey, Guru, come back to Newcastle and have a beer at the Cambridge. 100%. I saw you with their uh, downtime there in the 90s, and it was awesome. Macca. The mighty downtime Macca. I remember Macca. There's not many Maccas in Australia <laughs> no. either. Uh, mate, we used to play gigs there, and it'd be packed to the rafters, and I was in this band downtime. They were already pretty established, and they were going into their new album. Not everyone was into their new stuff, so I pretended I only knew the old songs because I knew all the old school fans. Yeah. Loved so everyone loved me. I was like bringing back the old school, mate. And the the... Like we were saying about the Novocastrians, how passionate they are in that working class city. The same with their music. Like after we finished our first song, they were all sitting there just watching. I was thinking, oh, this is a bit dead. When we finished, the roar from the crowd was in a tight little, the Cambridge Hotel, yeah. tight little room. And it just went through your chest, mate. It was unbelievable. And I love Newcastle. Ever since that day, I thought, 
what a great place. I could live up here. I tell you, you got to play to your audience, right? I'm, I'm never good at the karaoke. And remember Russell Bowden? Yeah. Uh, from the Melbourne Storm yeah. Premiership winner there, their first ever Premiership in 99. And, Is that uh, the one they called Homer? Yes. yes. Homer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, such a character. And a bloke called uh, Andrew Hamilton, champion bloke from up in Brisbane. So here we are, and uh, we have gone on a trip to uh, Sweden, of all places. Sweden? And we're on this Viking tour, which is, you know, goes from Sweden up to... Through the fjords and stuff. Yeah, I've wanted well, to do that for yeah. my whole life. That's one of the things I'd love to do. Yeah. So it's like a three-day Kentucky tour, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's just us on this Swedish boat. And we're not making much traction. We're three single blokes, and we're trying to sort of get through. And it was actually the same day we, we were getting the scores of the 2003 Grand Final. It was the Panthers taking on the Roosters. We're here on this, this cruise ship. And I've gone up to the, to, to the lady who was DJing, and I said, look, we've played a couple of songs, and we're not really cutting through. Is there a song that we can play that will get everyone up and back? So play into your audience. And she said, play Proud Mary, and you watch this place go. And we played Credence Clearwater's Proud Mary, and oh, for the tingles. rest of the night, we own the joint. <laughs> yeah. that, that lady's recommendation to play to the audience Mate, completely changed our whole Renny Matua. How good <laughs> Mate, how good is it Ready that music can make or break a night? Like, oh, so yeah. Now, when we go away with our mates, once or twice a year, we get away for a weekend together, and we have this game where we're all sitting around having beers, and you got to pick a song. And you either get booed yes. or you get cheered and you leave the song. If you get booed and axed, mate... It ruins your night. Yes. Like you've got to talk, you've got to go in and talk to them about counselling and get, mate, it's all right, because you just get hammered. But the music, depending on what it is, can really change the yeah. whole place. Yeah. Hey, me and Guru were, you know, back in 07, 08, I was living at Darling Point, and me and Guru were specials down down the sheaf on a Sunday for a beer. We'd get down there at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We'd get like 20, 30 bucks and just go get an change in dollar coins. We'd get to the uh, jukebox. <laughs> And you'd be there for 20 minutes Mate, putting all your songs. Easy, we'd put easy. that many songs on by, by oh, 8 o'clock yeah. at night. Oh. We would have it for six hours. People put their music on. I put it on five hours ago. Their yeah. songs still come on. I said, you're going to have a couple yeah, more hours 100%. to wait. See but some put, poor bloke walk up with a, a dollar like, coin to go put his song and go, Mate, you're going to be here next Wednesday. Yeah. 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 We would honestly put 50 bucks. Oh, easy. And back, back in the day, that was, it was a dollar a song. So songs. We'd yeah. go on, on yeah. for ages. And you know it's coming up. Yeah, the best. Hey, boys, I'll leave you with a – we're about to go, but I'll leave you with one of my great sayings is sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped right so the killers their number one song is mr Brightside, right and and this like coming out of my cage and i've been doing just fine gotta gotta be down because i want it all it started out with a kiss kiss. how did it unlock this it was only a kiss it was only a kiss now i'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke smoke and she's taking a drag uh they're going to bed and my stomach is sick now this is a true story where his girlfriend was cheating on him with another bloke which inspired this song which for him at that time is the worst thing in the world The absolute true story. Yep. Sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped, and now Mr. Brightside. There you go. One of the most famous songs in history. Without that uh, touch of bad luck, it doesn't happen. Mate, that's that's, that's, that's that reminds me of uh, off, one of Offspring's songs. You know that song. Um, well, I'm not the one who's acting like a... <laughs> no, no, no. That yeah. song, listen to the lyrics. I, they only said it the other day on the radio, and I listened to the lyrics, and it's all about that. Yeah. And, and that made them millions. That went Millions of dollars. That. Yeah. Mm. Hey, boys, we've got to go. Well done, Finchie. Well done, guys. Well done, Goo. Well done, on Guru. My Saturday standout for Isuzu, the D-Max born to play, Jaden Campbell. Little Preston Campbell, what a champion he was. Uh, but stay with us because we'll be calling all the action. SEN 1170, it is the Titans taking on the Roosters live from Seabus Super Stadium. 
Mark Braybrook, Scotty Sattler and Gary Belcher, they are standing there ready to take the reins. And after that, the A-League elimination semi-final with the dulcet tones of Simon Hill. It is the Central Coast Mariners versus the MacArthur Football Club. Uh, he is the host of the global game. Simon Hill, he'll be calling all of the action live from Central Coast Stadium. But it's a big Saturday coming up. We hope you enjoy it. We appreciate you being part of the program, Crunch Time. We will be back here, right here on SEN 1170, this time next week, noon to two, which fires you right up for your Saturday football. It is at SEN 1170. But as I say, go nowhere because the boys, Scotty Sattler, Mark Braybrook, Gary Belcher, it is the Titans getting ready for the Roosters. Uh, thanks for having us here. All thanks to Red Rooster, Isuzu D-Max. We appreciate that. Have a great Saturday, everyone. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.